Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. I have Maya Vander from Selling Sunset, my new favorite show on Netflix. Maya! Hello, hello from Miami. <laughs> from Miami, but originally from Israel. And I was just telling Maya I'm Israeli too. And we wanted to do the podcast in Hebrew and have subtitles, but it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound as good as English. <laughs> no, listen, from the first episode of Selling Sunset, I have to go back to my story archives, but I'm such an idiot because I heard your accent. And even though I'm Israeli, I should know it's Israeli. The first second I was like, mm, she's foreign. And then I was like, oh, she must be Israeli. And I love your accent so much. You know what? I lived in the U.S. about 17 years now, but I came when I was 21. So by the way, you do the math, I'm 38. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I came when I was 21. So unfortunately, I missed school or, you know, any basic like languages. So um, my accent is not going anywhere anytime soon. But I love it. D- does it bother you? I remember when my mom moved here, she wanted to take like accent reduction classes. And I was like, I took accent reduction class. No, so the only thing that talked to me was not to say dollar. You say dollar more with the A, <laughs> but that's it. But, you know, then I gave up because it, it's look, I'm not, you know, I'm not an actress. But so, I mean, it is it is who I am. Like it is my accent. And uh Hopefully people can understand me. And if they don't, then too bad. <laughs> I First of all, I, I, I'm sure people understand you. And people love your, like when you have a saying that you want to translate. And I know what you're, you want, you're trying to say because I'm Israeli. And then, you, which I do all the time because there's so many words in Hebrew, like that they don't have in English or sayings. I'm, I say shit all the time. And you do too, but yours is on TV. So people... I, I'm sure you have been getting a lot of positive comments, but I've posted a lot about uh, the show and I'm always like, I love Maya and her sayings and people always, always agree. It really seems like you're a fan favorite. Did you Do you feel that? I mean, every fan has his favorite. I mean, generally I get good feedbacks, but of course I get mean people as well. Look, I'm the most boring one. I always say that, you know, I get the least, the least seen because I'm like the mom and all that. It's not exciting. 
But at the same time, uh, I'm glad that I'm not in the drama because I don't want to. I don't want to have like people saying bad stuff about me. You know. It's- well, the thing is, like every article I've seen about you and every like you know where you were written about, it's always like Maya, no nonsense. Like yeah, you know, like no bullshit, which is so Israeli, right? Like you don't fuck with Israelis and you don't. So I don't think you're boring at all. And no one thinks you're boring. But I think that you've managed to not get yourself into the drama. And even though you can be like, so what's going on? It's not in a like malicious, gossipy, gross way. Like you get away with it. You know what I mean? I totally, you know, the girls always laugh in the show. They're like, well, because of your accent, you get away with that. But, (laughs) you know, genuinely, I, I will say like, hey, how is it going? What's going on? But it's not about like, Ooh, like what, what did she, you know, I'm not a gossip person. I can care less. So if I do ask questions, it's just because I really care. And yeah, I mean, thankfully I managed to stay away from the drama, but you know, I get along with all of them. So, and you got cast for the show. I mean, I just found out and, and I'm sure if people, sometimes you watch reality TV and you just accept it the way it is. You're like, that's the Oppenheim group. They have these five girls or whatever, Yeah. but you actually have like so many more employees that just aren't on the show not as many though used to be well we had like three girls on the show uh, on the company that left in the meantime so what do we have now we have graham is a guy we have peter is a guy angelica and jamie which they're jason's assistant and one more agent who is actually uh nicole who is friends with mary which she actually was in the last season but kind of like as a guest guest star. yeah and then i just found out that she actually dated jason before Mary dated Jason. Exactly. Yeah, I know. It's uh, yeah, well, good, good. Uh, how do you Detective know that? Detective work. Yeah. How did you? How did you find out about that? <laughs> no, I had Mary on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm acting like I found out. I'm like, wow, like that's uh, some homework, <laughs> homework right there. No, so they, Jason dated Mary and Nicole, but that's it. Like none of us dated Jason because maybe is is someone's type for some girls, but not for uh, the rest of us. Oh, my God. Listen, you put in the Oppenheim. I when I, you know, did some Google research, one of the questions that Google has popped up is how tall are the Oppenheim twins? And I'm like, oh, that's so annoying that for them, probably that that's such a, you know, that it's like one of the first things that comes up when you Uh, that sucks for them. Yeah. And you guys and you girls are always in freaking heels. That's like the thing about the show. I'm sure you get this a lot that people watch the show now and they're like, oh, I could have done that and and sold, you know, million dollar homes and or it looks so easy or, you know, whatever. And it's not. It's, easy, right? it's such a pain in the ass. And you know what? The thing is, you, you don't just like wear a cute dress and wear heels and you just sell a house. I mean, <laughs> first of all, I'm doing most of my showings in tennis shoes sometimes, you know, because <laughs> by the way, one scene in the show, you see me sitting in the office and I don't know if the editor, editor fucked up or. They purposely kept me. They show they showing me wearing a show dress, and if you really pay attention, you see me wearing a uh, Asics running shoes. <laughs> Wait, is that a no no? Like, is that like not cool to wear like sneakers? I would maybe do a, ba- a better sneakers, but my Asics was purposely for a running, uh, you know, <laughs> thing. But I was like, I didn't sort of gonna feel my sh- my legs. So I'm like, I'm yeah. <laughs> But anyways, look, I mean, it's not as easy. Real estate can be very, very difficult and very stressful. And I do real estate for seven years now. And I maybe had two easy clients in the whole seven years. The rest of them are very challenging. I mean, let's talk about the first scene you had, which I feel like almost made me want to turn off the show. 
because I was so disgusted by that dude. Yeah, Tal, you know, we had a great time. And he was Israeli, right? He was. And I actually know a bunch of mutual friends. But you know what? We had a good time. And look, editing can can make it look worse than what it is. Right, you know, right. He was flirting, but it was more than that. But, you know, they obviously take the flirtiest moment and make it like in this 10-minute scene. Oh, my God. It felt longer even. It was like <laughs> it wouldn't stop. And if people don't remember, it was like the first episode of season one. And, and Maya was showed a client a house. And then he was like, let's get dinner. And you were like, lunch. And he was like, drinks. And you were like, just food. And mm-hmm. he kept on trying to make it more of a date intimate thing where you were like, oh, I don't want to give up this client or potential, you know, buyer or whatever, but I don't want like, and you're married and you told him and he was like, well, he's in Miami. It was, it was, I was cringing a lot because I was like, you're all beautiful women on in the cast, which I'm, I'm sure that's part of the reason why they did a show about Oppenheim group that probably, I mean, okay, that was exaggerated, edited. He, let's say he's not a total weirdo, but but that happens a lot. I mean, you're showing houses to a lot of bachelors. You guys don't show homes as much to like families, right? That's what it seems like. Hollywood Hills attract generally without stereotyping the, the location. It does attract more the single uh, crew, maybe a young mm. couple. That's the demographic just, you know, in general. So unfortunately, in, in real estate, it happens. And it happens not just to me, to any girl, I think, in the industry who looks who looks decent. You know, guys will be guys. And you don't want to like, sh- you know, narrow down the clients because you always think, oh, maybe, you know, he's going to buy. And, and then yeah. it's a great commission. But also you have to put up with the fact that are they actually serious? Are they not? You know, uh, you want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. But unfortunately, yeah, if I have to waste my time and have a drink with the person, you know, back then I used to do it. Now I'm married. I have kids. I don't have time to waste anymore. So enough is yeah. enough. You're like, email me. Thank you. Exactly. Email me with proof of funds and then we can talk. <laughs> No. So that's another thing about you is like you do come off as like the most like serious in terms of like your work. Like like I don't want to use every headline about you, but it does feel like no nonsense, no bullshit. Like you're there to like do the job. And I feel like you get the respect also from your your bosses like Jason and, and whatever. Also from the rest of the girls who don't drag you in and aren't like so somehow, I mean, you're in the best position to be in because you're on the show, which I'm sure has its perks, but you don't get dirty. Yeah, you know, look, I mean, I think if I would want to get dirty, maybe I would get other stuff out of it from the show, maybe more mm-hmm. uh, publicity recognition. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, uh, you know, I built my career for the last seven years doing real estate. Now, I joined the show because I figured it's going to probably be a great marketing for all of us. But the show, mm. you know, it's not just real estate, like million dollar listing. It's more like the hill. Right. right? It's a right. Creator. So right. you get, you get, and you know, the, the other stuff, I think more than real estate, but you know what? I'm already in it. <laughs> I might as well write it. Would oh. you, that's what, that's the thing. Like my, my sister, for instance, watches million dollar listing and she wasn't watching selling sunset. And when she tried to get me to watch million dollar listing, I couldn't like because I don't care that much about houses. And with them, it's like, you know, those brothers like no offense. I love Bravo. I'm like a Bravo person, but it's like that's not what I'm looking for. I need the like showy some girl drama, some this and that. And of course, it's nice to see a beautiful home and like rich people and whatever. But you're right. Selling Sunset is that like real estate. But I mean, Adam DeVillo, who did the hills yeah. and Laguna Beach and whatever, would you see yourself more on like a like a million dollar listing where it was like more 
businessy? You know, I would actually probably prefer that because that's what I've been doing for seven years. And, you know, I think real estate, that's where the big money is. I mean, being on a show, obviously, it could be lucrative in, its, in a different way. But yeah. also, I don't want a, uh, my career to to be destroyed, you know, throwing a glass of wine on someone and yelling at right. someone. So I have to be very right. careful. So, yeah, I'm doing the show and I love it. But um, I have to also be careful and, and, you know, like I can be funny and all that, but I cannot be too crazy because otherwise my real estate career might be in jeopardy. So so you're not thinking of like, I mean, I'm sure you get offers to do things on Instagram and, and make a little bit of side money from that. But which I do, which I do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm saying that's that's uh, but I'm saying you're not. Your goal isn't to be like selling fab fit fun or fit tea. Like you, you want to keep doing what you're doing. I think the endorsements on IG and obviously the recognition on social media is great. And you can utilize it for other stuff, maybe right. branding yourself uh, and approach it in a different way. But yes, I can tell you hundred percent. My goal is to just get more serious clients and close deals and make, make money because you know what, at the end of the day, when you sell a five six million dollar house it's a nice it's a nice commission right there so, right and i love right. it you know I, I i am truly passionate about it i've been doing it for a while so so you're in the u.s for 20 how many years 17 17 years 17 so you came what right after the army i wasn't in the military but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay no one cares here no one cares yeah technically <laughs> yeah basically i used to model when i was 20 21 and then i moved here to the, to LA and I was you know selling clothes in in retail in a store I was just like you know making ten dollar an hour and worked on Melrose Avenue. <laughs> you just had the dream of moving to the U.S. or what were you wanting to model? No, unfortunately I was in a relationship back then and the guy was in LA so I, I follow love and then love basically explode on my face but I decided to stay and make a life on my own. Oh my God. Wait, so you met it and it, you moved with an Israeli from Israel or you moved, where did you meet him? In Israel, but he was actually from, from LA. He was American. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. So I basically I left an Israeli yeah. in Israel. In Israel. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a tough one then. <laughs> I think it's, it's a tough one. Yeah, but we're in the back in New York now. But but I was there for five. I love Israel. You don't love Israel? No, no, I do. I think it's a great country. I'm just not talking about. Are you still with the guy? Yeah, is we're your, married. We're having. Oh, a baby. so it's your yeah. husband? Okay, okay, good. Yeah, because you know how Israeli can be tough sometimes and all that. But Israelis can be tough. But I'll tell you the truth. I tell a lot of my single friends like who find it so hard in New York. Like, listen, I'll ship you to Israel because guys are. You said they're tough and they're aggressive, but at least they'll hit on you and talk to you. They're and more mature, I think. A little bit more mature and direct. And American guys are like so... I was... I, I never... I, I don't know. It's hard. Is your husband Israeli or American? No, he's actually American. No way. Yeah, yeah. He's American. And he's, he's adorable. He's so sweet. And, you know, he's not on the show because he works in finance. His job is very respectable. So respectable, I guess. That's the right word. Yeah. So, you know, being in reality TV... um. It's not going to do, do good for his career. And clearly, I'm not making uh, millions from selling sunsets. So I might as well. Uh, it's not keep, worth it. It's not worth it now. Keep him in finance. Exactly. 
but but he was in Miami and and you were in LA. Is that still the case, or are you in Miami more full time? No. Now? So yeah, what happened was uh, we shot the demo for the show. You know, in LA, we both live in LA. Me and my husband. Then he got a job in Miami. We relocated to Miami, and then the show got picked up. So I had mm. to do the whole back and forth thing, like literally a few months after we moved. Last season, because we filmed um, basically more episodes, I technically rented a place in LA. So we did the back and forth too. So he flew every weekend. I flew every other weekend. Wait, and isn't it, how long of a flight is it? Yeah, it's five hours. I was, I was so, I was so used to flying. I mean, I was literally like, oh my God, the airport was my best friend. And so did he. So, so basically, if you, if the show wasn't happening, you would have moved to Miami and done real estate there. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I, I, I did, I had a couple of transactions in LA. So if the client is serious, for instance, now I'm in Miami, I have a potential client uh, that wants to buy in LA. If I know that he's serious and he's, you know, ready, willing, and able to buy, then I'll, I'll fly. I'll fly for two days, look at houses for him. If we need to put something under contract and do inspection, maybe I'll fly again for a day. It's not a problem, but yes, I'm, I'm licensed in Florida right now and I'm going to try to focus, you know, on Florida as well. But are you still going back and forth? So I haven't been, I haven't or... been, no, I haven't been gone because uh, we, we oh, stopped because of COVID. COVID. Right. Yeah. I want to start, I want to stay away from airplane as much as I can. And I also right. had my baby. I just got uh, my baby. I, I delivered my second baby last month. So last month. Yeah. Like actually she, she turned five weeks. Yeah. Oh my God. Congratulations. Thank you. Second one. So. Yeah. How far apart were they? Because it was a quick, it was a quick one. It was a very quick one. You know, I get shit done, as I say. <laughs> it was, it was planned. It was planned because I didn't know how long it's going to take me to get pregnant second time. They're uh, 13 months apart. So one month, one year and one month, basically. And that's like allowed, right? Like the minute you get your menstrual cycle again, like technically you can get pregnant. Like Basically, yeah. So it took me about, well, until it got regulated and uh, I would say like uh, three and a half, four months. So then I... Wait, I, if they're 13 months apart and you're pregnant for nine months and that's like four months after you gave birth, you got pregnant? Four and a half months. Oh my God. Can you imagine? You know, it's so crazy. Right now, no. Right yeah, now. Like, I know because <laughs> you, you, you're eight months pregnant. So you probably just want to have the baby already, huh? When you reach eight I months, mean, you're like, oh, I'm done. I mean, I, I try to really be grateful because I'm an, like an anxious, worrying person. So I always thought pregnancy would be the most awful thing that ever happened to me. And then I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. And I wasn't really showing until six months. Yeah. And then I wasn't really having any pain until like seven months. So I'm like, it's not that it hasn't been like knock on wood. Like I didn't have the morning sickness and yeah. I didn't have Same. See, the knock on wood and everything. Is that something you still do? Or have you lost all your... No, I knock on wood all the time, actually. <laughs> I do. I do. No, I, I, People uh, don't get it. I knock on wood. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I don't want to jinx things. So. I know. So, yeah, it's re- I have to explain all the time to... Um, you probably do, too, to, to people who don't get it. I, I was going to therapy, and in therapy, I had to teach my therapist, like, Hebrew, because I was like, listen, I'm going to say tfuchamsa a lot. This is what it means. I'm going to knock on wood like I'm going to. Yeah, you have to get it because because it's it's part of the the culture that doesn't that doesn't leave you. Even like, look at you. You're here for uh, 17 years. Yeah, it doesn't leave have it in you. I'm still I'm still Jenny from the block. 
<laughs> do you go back to Israel and visit? Yeah, so usually I go twice a year, but uh, you know, I gave birth to my son last year, so obviously I didn't want to travel. And then this year uh, I gave birth to my girl, and now we're in COVID. So, and honestly, traveling, let's say it's like 12 hours from Miami to Ugh. Israel with two kids. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do that. So anyway, my dad came to visit me. My mom came to visit me. My brother came to visit me. I'm just, I just miss my nephews and my nieces. So mm. Hopefully next year. Where are you from in Israel? I grew up in a small town. It's called Eilat. It's called Eilat, duh. Yeah, Eilat is... For those red- who don't know, Eilat is like the... Like Vegas, I guess, but less pretty. I'm going to say Miami, oh, but, but not as pretty. Not as pretty, but you know, you have the nice red, uh, red mountains. But a lot, like I, a lot is a, a very southern p- part of it. The most, the most. Southern? Yeah, the most southern. Then you're in Egypt. That's yeah. so funny. You grew up there. A lot gets hot as fuck. It's a desert and there are people that live there, but it's one of those places that if you're not from there, you know it because you go on vacation there because it's hot all the time. Yeah, it's uh, it's like Vegas, you know, it's so every time I go to Vegas or let's say Arizona, like Phoenix, I smell it. It reminds me of home. I love it because Miami is humid and I can deal with that, but I love to keep my hair straight. And that's that's <laughs> Wait, so how are you liking Miami as opposed to L.A.? You know, I really like Miami. People think it's cheesy. And yes, it, it is at times. But, um, you know, it depends what you make out of it. I like it. I love the ocean here. Look, mm. right now it's hot and steamy, but uh, it's not the end of the world. I mean, we live in a nice place. There are great nightlife here, great restaurants. Granted, none of us doing any of that right now. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was like, where are you going? To oh, my <laughs> gosh. No, no. But, you know, actually, I stopped going to clubs a while ago. But No, yeah. But you have nice, like, nice, like, bars, lounges. Uh, but now, you know, who knows? With COVID and obviously I have, like, two kids now. So I think TV and wine at home, that's my new uh, lifestyle. That's your new, that's all of ours. But LA and especially the industry that Selling Sunset is in, which is very rich people of a certain type, like, you're Israeli, but also, like, your personality, you seem down to earth. Is that, how do you, like, deal with, those types of people all day did you get like so used to it or maybe my, that's why you like Miami better even though Miami is also like no, it's fan- the same yeah it's they're the all same. shallow <laughs> <laughs> no you know what it is it's like look it's it's, it's about show off right so you get used to it like you see the nice mm. cars everybody has to have a whatever Louis Gucci bag and show off yeah. and they have so much money and we all want nice stuff look when I if I sell a house and I make a big commission, then yeah, maybe I'll buy me something nice. But most of the time I usually just save because I'm yeah. not like, I'm not going to run right away to the mall and buy me a Chanel purse. But it's nice to have nice things because we, we right. work out for them. But I don't think it's that important. I think, I don't know, maybe because I grew up in Israel in a different reality. Unfortunately, a, you know, a war reality and, and terrorism and all that stuff. Then I put things more in perspective. I, I just value different things than a nice car and a nice bag. And, you know, obviously I have a nice car. I'm driving a decent car because of uh, real estate. But if it would be up to me, I would probably have like, um, you know, a more simple one. I mean, I'm only, I mean, yeah. I was looking when I, cause obviously when, when you're pregnant, you start looking at uh, strollers that moms have. And like, so I remember there was a scene where you were taking uh, your Aiden, newly born yeah. Aiden up the stairs to some open house. And I, I literally paused and it's zoomed. Up a, up to, a baby. Yeah, I saw. So I'm going to do the fucking up a baby. I thought it's great. to be it's great. cool. 
But like, why is it? It's so in New York. I don't know how. You probably in- wanted to do. Let me guess. You probably wanted to do the, not the Nuna, the Mimo. No, I did. The Mimo? No, I wanted oh. to do the Nuna. I wanted to do the Nuna because it looked pretty. Wait, the Nuna. The Nuna is the one with the, the. Who is the Nuna? How you? How does it look? The Nuna. The Nuna me, that I was looking Google at. It, it has. It's like black and it has like the uh, white. No, it has like brown leather, like handlebars, yeah. and I think my friend has that one. Let me see. I'm, I'm Google. I'm curious, but the Appa Baby is amazing. Yeah, I saw you had it, and I was like, "Okay, Maya has it too." I guess you know this is the no, fucking yeah, way I need see. to go. No, oh uh, yeah, okay, see, yeah. So my friend has that one. Yeah, and a lot of celebs have it. I almost, um, I get so influenced and like. When I was debating, I didn't even know celebs have it. But then, uh, like, my sister looked it up and she was like, oh, my God, the Kardashians. So I was going to say, I was going to say, OK, what's the name? Courtney, I think, had it or something. Or- oh, my God. And I love Courtney. So I was almost sold on it because of that. And then I was like, Amanda, listen, sometimes you got to do what everyone does because there's a reason everyone's doing. And, you know, something. all my friends have the Appa. The Appa, you know, because you have the stroller, then you have the bassinet, which you can put the baby there in the first couple of months. Then yeah. you have the car seat if you buy the right. whole package. Then if you want to yeah. go for a second, baby, you can add a... But look, it's a heavy, steady stroller. I mean, but let me tell and you... And you needed the two. You needed the two because you had... Yeah. The, they're, they're both small. So now I, I use it for the, with the two. So it's perfect. And did you did you have a girl... Because you had a boy and then a girl. That's so perfect. I know. I know. Did it happen by, by yeah. mistake? Yeah, totally. Oh but I got, look, I got lucky. I mean, I, I, you know, like I had with selling sunset, whoever was to show you, I had two miscarriages before my first time. Right, you discussed that. Yeah. But then I got pregnant uh, with my first son. And then um, that's why I wanted to try it fast because I didn't know how long it's going to take me. If I'm, God forbid, going to have another miscarriage. You just never know. And I'm 38. So it's not like I have the whole time in the world, you know, like, you know. But uh, I got lucky, and it, look, whatever. If I if it was if it would be a boy, great too. As long as they're healthy, obviously it's the most important thing. Right? But yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm happy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love the names Aiden and L. I saw you you name them right. Yeah, those are really great names. Aiden because I love Sex and the City so much, and oh I my think God. and Aiden was such a cute uh, guy. Yeah, he's the best. And L, I just think it's like classy. I don't know. I think it's like Barafali's uh, named one of her daughters L. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't because of her. I, I liked it before. I promise. I <laughs> oh L Woods. There's L Woods from uh, Legally Blonde. Oh yeah, yeah. Witherspoon. But also those are names that you know in in Hebrew. It's not you know they're not going to break their teeth and and having to say it. It's like easy. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Even though I wonder how they say Aiden. Aiden? They say Aiden. (laughs) They ruin it. (laughs) They destroy the name, basically. (laughs) No, they think think Aiden, like Paradise, Aiden, but it's not. Oh, they say Aiden. But it's not Aiden, it's Aiden. Right. You're like, um, watch Sex in the City and and get back to me. So you're saying, you were telling me you're doing real estate for seven years. Yeah. So were you in a different profession before? Yeah, so retail. Remember, I sold clothes and. Oh, <laughs> so for that long though, for ten years. I was doing that, yeah, and then I worked in downtown in Lane Wholesale. So we basically sold uh, clothes to you know to retailers. Mm. So I was always in the retail industry, actually. So how did you get into real estate, and di- how was it to luxury homes? 
first or did you start with smaller? No, things? you know, LA, I mean, so first of all, my mom told me to go get my license. She thinks it could be a good opportunity for me to just do real estate. And I figured, hey, why not? So, you know, I joined the company in LA and luxury in LA, it's, look, every teardown in LA, it's like 1.5 million, right? So it sounds luxury to other, you know, part of the state. But right. no, my first transaction was a small condo, 300,000. And you know what? Believe it or not, I'm here in Miami. A lot of those condos are 300,000. So I'm still doing those. Uh, I would love to get into more like waterfront, you know, houses. But um, I'm newer to Miami. So it's going to probably take, take time here. I know, but you have like selling sunset on your resume. Exactly. Like, excuse me. Exactly. Say thank you. Let me sell, uh, what is it? Star Island? What is the fanciest yeah, place? Star Island. Star Island. Jennifer Star Lopez. Island. No, actually, they live in, uh, they actually live in, uh, well, I'm in Coral Gables, which is a nice little mm. area. So uh, they live, she and not too far from here. Do you see them around? I haven't seen them around, but I did show Jennifer Lopez a house long time ago in LA. Oh, and probably a lot of other celebs too. You know, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have the, the luxury to work with celebs, except when well, I sold the house to Luda Chris. So Ludacris mm-hmm. is my client and I showed the house and Andretti, Marco Andretti with their car race thing. He's, he's uh, a potential. A yeah. So he's, uh, he was looking at houses with me, but I uh, know Jason did, uh, I think worked with Orlando Bloom, with Chris Humphries, uh, Tay Diggs and uh, a bunch of other I people. I think the only celebs they showed on the show was Tay Diggs, who's uh, friends with and then, Jason. And, and then uh, Peepin. I know, but like, who cares about Lars? <laughs> like she's best friends with the Kardashians. That's the only reason. You know, looks like them. Ever totally looked like them, right? She, yeah, she wasn't born looking like them, but now she looks like them. Yeah. I feel like every girl wants to look like the Kardashians. Like everybody's trying to embrace the booty. The I listen. I had a, I, I say this all the time. I had a big ass my whole life and didn't like it, but good to know that people are now uh, falling for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's the thing. I'm sure in LA. You're so much more around that. I see it on social media, but New York is different. You know, New York is uh, the model looking, the model looking. Uh... Everyone looks the way they look, you know, in Soho, you're going to see that type of person. If you're on the Upper East Side, you'll see moms with up a fucking baby. If you're somewhere else, you'll see. But I think that's another reason you you stood out on the cast, because I mean, obviously, Christine is like this, like, I don't I don't even know how to describe her. It's like uh, in Hebrew, I would say Marshima. Yeah. But it's more like she's larger than life and totally. the heels and the hair and the, I mean, it's a lot. And and a lot of other girls, it's like the boobs and the thing. And um, so I do have, bo- I do have fake boobs, uh, full disclosure. <laughs> I probably, you know, I got them done like, uh, honestly, a while ago. So I probably need to redo it. <laughs> Why? You need to redo it? They say silicone, you have to um, uh, change every like, whatever 10 oh. 20 years and it's been it's been a while for me she's I, mean, I mean if they still look good yeah i don't want to mess it up but hopefully it's still you know safe there i don't know so even though those girls do aside from you having fake boobs seem a little bit different than your style are you actually close with with the rest of the cast yeah so you know it's not like look i talk with divina a lot because divina is probably their legitimate real estate agent. I know people don't like her a lot of that, a lot of them on the show, unfortunately. But she's a very uh, legitimate. She's actually a very nice person, and I think I feel bad for her. She got a very, I mean, listen. I thought she was a bitch too, but if I 
think about things, I'll be like, okay, I know that she probably also got a really bad edit because that's all they showed. Like they didn't show, oh, she was a bitch here, but here she is really sweet, nice and caring. No, they didn't. So they basically kind of like X, you know, didn't do her justice on the first season. So then people already judged her from the first season and then it carried on the second season. But she's a very, probably the most, I would say, legit real estate agent. Mm. Doing it for 15 years. She sold a lot of properties. So I talked to her a lot because it's also about work and stuff. And then I talked to Christine uh, often enough and Heather and I exchanged messages. Amanza, we shared, we exchanged messages. Mary less. Uh, because she's busy with work in Romaine and all that. But uh, I would say to all of them, I mean, not every with day. With all of them? Yeah, with all of them, we, we stay in touch. Oh, that's nice. So no, like, real-life drama happening. Not with me. No, you know, like, I have nothing against any of them. And at the end of the day, I know them for a long time, all these girls. I mean, Chrishell and Davina joined us last, so I know them last. But, mm. you know, I get along with all of them. So when Chriselle joined and some of the other girls seemed to be like taken aback by it or, you know, uh, you could tell there was sort of the competitiveness coming out of like, look at this new, you know, beautiful agent they're bringing in that also her husband uh, or now ex-husband is a a known person. And I mean, she was getting I mean, she got she got some shit from from Christine, which was you hard know, to they, watch at times. They got along very well in the beginning. The fight at the end of uh, season one, I don't know where it came from. I don't know what happened. We were all shocked. Uh, so it was definitely real. Nothing was fake about that one. And, yeah. um, you know, I think somehow Davina got sucked into it because Davina and Chrishell had a conversation and, you know, they kind of like agree to disagree. Like, oh, you said this, so I said that. But it was kind of like, no big deal, right? Okay, well, let's just like, whatever. And then Christine just like, boom. <laughs> I, it was crazy to me on, on a few levels. It was crazy that, because at the end of the day, do you watch any reality TV, like Real Housewives? Or do you, you watch know, any? the Real Housewives, I got to tell you, like I watched them the first season when they first came out, like whatever, 15 years ago. And I never watched, watched it again. I do watch occasion, not not as often, but I will watch the Kardashians and Million uh-huh. Dollar Listing. So those two I will watch. I like reality TV. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is like, you know how reality works. Like you need a little bit of like he said, she said, yeah. like I heard this, I heard that. So that's what I didn't understand how, you know, Christine was making such a big deal out of. First of all, it had to do with Mary. If you guys don't remember what I'm talking about, it's like um, Davina. And Chriselle kind of, when she came on, was trying to gossip with Davina naturally about, wait, so Mary, she's dating a 25-year-old. And what does he do? And does he make money? And do you think he... I mean, obviously, it's not a conversation you want to hear about yourself, but also, like, it's not, like, so surprising or so malicious that, that people would be talking about it. And it seemed like Christine cared more than Mary about that yeah i don't know i mean she just jumped out of the nowhere and uh basically uh you know express her opinion and it's been a fight for a while since then and then they uh, kind of like hush things uh, over when we start filming second season now uh, i don't know where they stand at this point as we speak that's i mean we have a lot to look forward to in the in the third season i feel like yeah, so third season, they are still okay. Uh, then we're done filming and uh, some stuff happens, so, <laughs> which I'm not going to say. But I don't know if they, uh, I don't know what's their situation right now. I heard it's just, you know. 
So what did you think of the the because you I don't think you talked about it like when everyone was like talking shit about Mary not getting a diamond. I didn't know. So my thing is like I, I can care less, you know, like they. So what happened was we we filmed this scene and they're like, oh, yeah, the ring was Mosinite. And I'm like, Mosinite? I'm like, what, what is Mosinite? Did I, you even know what that is? No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I had no clue and I didn't even know how to say it. Now I know to say Mosinite, <laughs> but I actually had no clue. So I'm like, oh, what is that? What is that? So then when the, we did the interviews, they're like, oh, tell, you know, Maya, why don't you Google Mosinite? So then I was like, oh, Mosinite. I had no clue. Uh, and I, I can care less, you know, if he wants to bring your... Uh, uh, you know, a fake one, a, a diamond made of whatever, like whatever. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't care. And I, I don't think, to be honest, I don't think it, I don't think Davina care too much. She's just like basically casually asked, well, you care that it's not real kind of thing. And then it makes it look like, oh my gosh, like it's not real. Right. Like, it's terrible. And Romaine was upset about it. And I, oh my I God, Romaine, point. Romaine was upset about it is a fucking understatement. Like usually guys don't get so um, fired up. Yeah, they're like, whatever. They don't get like I try to always pull my husband into like my drama. And he's like, he doesn't care as much. Like he said, she said. And and seeing a dude being like so adamant. And then I, I almost want to watch that scene again, like because Davina had been bitchy before. Like I told you, like she does come across a little bit bitchy on the show. But that was just like so blown up. And Chriselle, who was the one asking the questions because she was new and like wanted to know who's yeah. who, she didn't get shit for it at all because she was just asking. You know what I mean? Right. Just, like wanting to know. <laughs> and then if you see the scene, it's like she was asking and then Davina said, I don't know, I guess so or something. But then for some reason, people really took it like Davina was the one who was Davina. saying all that stuff. And even, you know, I'm having flashbacks now that like, you know what like a leading question is? Like, I feel like Chriselle's questions were a little like leading and and loaded of like, wait, so he doesn't like have a job, like sort of. And listen, I'm not going to be uh, in Hebrew. You say said Kanit. Uh, uh, I'll say in English, self-righteous. I would judge a little bit not getting a diamond. Like when my husband proposed to me, we were living in Israel. We didn't have money and he fucking got me a diamond. OK, you know, yeah, he did what he had to do. So you don't have to get the biggest diamond. But getting a gem is, I mean, it's especially for a woman. First of all, I respect the hell out of Mary. I think, you know, she's successful. She obviously, like you said, we know you guys make good commission. We see it on the thingy. Uh, we know she works hard. We know all the shit. So for me, thinking of her, I'm like, wow, good for you for being so humble, not caring about shit like that. But I wouldn't judge so harshly to say, I'd be like, get a, get a, I would do the same. I would inquire too. Like, you couldn't get a fucking diamond? See, so she said like, a, a, she questioned it. Well, she questioned it too because Mary came to one scene in the office crying about the conversation with Romaine, mm. where this is mm. going, that you want right. kids, you don't want kids. So Davina was just questioning Romaine's intention. Like, is he actually, is he really, does he really mm. care for her? And unfortunately, it came across the wrong way. And she basically got, you know, the edits didn't help. And unfortunately, it carried all the way to the second season. But yeah, I mean, I, I can say she's a really nice person. And did she take it hard? Did she take it like she didn't really care? She's like, look, if they don't want me in the wedding, they don't want me in the wedding. She actually apologizes, but they don't show her apology in the show. So what can you ask? Could you, you know, and it's it sucks because. 
you get a lot of comments from people and hate hate comments but people judge you by the 30 minutes they see on the show yeah they forget that you know the editing does a lot and you know it's not it's not a it's a scripted show but editing can make things look slightly different if you ask me a question and i roll my eyes on another question but they will take my eyes or you know me rolling my eyes on and put it together it yeah like, um, you know what i mean so so was she getting a lot of like was her obviously watching herself she was probably upset about the edit but probably also she was i can assume getting uh not a lot of love from the audience yeah so it's interesting to see because it's either people so people make teams it's either team divina and christine and team whatever christelle and mary oh right because her and christine towards the end of two became like really close yeah they're actually really close friends so people mm. are kind of like either team this or team that so it's interesting mm. to see what uh and some people love team christine and the divina and some people like team christelle and mary but um and i like you know, the middle. To I not be in the middle of it. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I like them all. I mean, I have no problem. But uh, I am close to Christine and Davina. That's for sure. That's crazy because they also seem because I when I, I told you I had Mary on the podcast and and I really like like odd friendships. So at the beginning when they showed and made it seem like Christine and Mary were like BFFs galore, I like kind of liked it. I was like, they seem different. Like, She's like tall and like vixen bitchy, yeah. and she's like small and seems like she's always like being polite and nice. So I liked the connection, and then was sad to see that it that it uh, went to shit. But obviously, Christine is a very complex person. If you know, Davina doesn't seem like her vibe. Davina seems like you said she's the most serious. She's the most. Uh, totally, but you know, I think because uh, the show, because people did team Davina Christine. Uh, they kind of felt in it together, <laughs> oh. you know, so they have that in uh, common. But I think Christine also, Davina is, you know, people don't see it on the show, but Davina is very intelligent and put things in perspective. And sometimes Christine, I think, needs that a little bit like, hey, like, this is what I think. This is, so I think yeah. that's why they actually get along well. And uh, yeah. So, Maya, what do we have to expect on the third season? I mean, we all saw the promo. It looks like, Obviously, we know the divorce. Unfortunately, that happened. I know. Can't wait to, to hear. I mean, can't wait to see about it, hear about it. I know. It was uh, it was a surprise to all of us. And, you know, I got to say, Michelle was very, very professional uh, filming the show because, you know, you're going through such a huge personal. Uh, wow. So she was very, very professional about it and held herself together doing it sure I'm going to see scenes that I have no clue because most of the scenes that they shot with her was not with me and her. It was like mainly Amanda and Mary. So the production somehow decided to divide us to groups. Mm. So um, it would be interesting to see what, you know, what they film because I have no clue what happened. And uh, so it's going to be that. Then, then on a positive note, we have Christine's wedding, which, uh, you know, Christine, I think it's casual over there. It'll so. be a different vibe. Completely different vibe. And, then like uh, Mary's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Mary's wedding was fun. Very intimate. Very cute. It really looked beautiful. I, I like that vibe. It really looked really nice. Yeah. But you know what I was thinking as we're like wrapping up and, and you're telling me about what we're going to see third season. I'm like, you know who we didn't talk about? Heather. We didn't talk about Heather. And this isn't the first time that I forget that Heather was on the show. Yet I was doing a little Instagram digging. And she has the most followers out of everyone. 
She does, you know, uh, Heather uh, is dating uh, Tariq, and Tariq has a very successful show on HGTV, and I think that helps. He's what? He's what? Like a, a television personality? Yeah, yeah. He has a show called Flip and or Flap on HGTV. Oh, it's like... Uh, Flipping uh, houses, basically. Oh, he's from the industry, too. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, so that I think that helps. Like, he's actually pretty, pretty known. And funny enough, I actually met Tariq long, long time ago before he actually had this TV show. When I went out sometime, we start talking and then I'm like, oh, I do this at all, real estate. And, you know, immediately I, everybody in real estate, I, you know, I make conversation with. So I knew him. Oh, yeah, long. I know how that is. Yeah. I, I remember, you know, when you were, because you came back to work, how quickly after you had your first son? I'm always working. You know, I had my uh, last year when I had my baby, as we left the hospital, I was on the phone a little bit with a client from New York, actually. Went to oh my, my condo in Miami. So I was like, I was available right away. But granted, can I run and do showings the next day? No. Like, yeah, right. So I need like maybe three, four weeks a break. Yes. Because I don't sleep. Now I sleep. Oh, better, my but, God. Yeah. So it was insane seeing you like give birth, come back, whatever. But then I remember uh, speaking about Heather that she was like, I might be, you know, making this a little bit different than how it was. But I remember her being like, well, you know how it is with like the kids <laughs> She was like relating to you and to like Amanda, who's like a single mom. And I don't remember if you called her out or maybe you and Mary, uh, but we're like, um, it's not really the same. And because she has like stepchildren that, that yeah. are hers. She's and I very, think very, bigger. yeah, she's very, very involved with them, which is actually very sweet to see because she's committed all in. But yeah, oh, wow. But when we filmed it, it was the funny thing is we, we filmed the show last summer, right? And she and Tarek maybe dated, like they just met like a month ago, like a month before. So it was funny how she was talking about it, but they literally just started dating. <laughs> but you know what? A year later, here we are and they are still together. They're still together. And she's very, very much involved. So I'm proud of her. And she, she says like she's enjoying it. I mean, she's still with him. Obviously, you're married to kids. Mary and Romaine... Uh, are still going Aaron. strong. Christine gets married. I didn't hear about anything. So, I mean, you're like a little bit smiling and I can't tell if something happens there. No, no. Wait, oh, okay. No, no, no. I'm smiling. <laughs> yeah, no. No, no, no. And that's another thing about Christine. She marries this guy who's a gazillionaire from MIT. He's like a genius, He's right? a genius. He's, uh, yeah, he's a tech guy. Uh, he sold his company and he's a very smart guy. And, uh, you know, it's very calm, too. So I think maybe that's a good balance for Christine. It's so crazy how, because someone was asking me, like, how how is he, like, going with her? Like, it doesn't make sense. And I was like, why do you think, like, nerdy dudes, like, want a nerdy wife? Like, no, they want, the they want something else. Yeah, yeah, they want, like, a like a crazy hot one. So that's a, that's a definition, literally, a crazy hot one. Like a crazy odd one. I know. I crazy actually, I, I like her. She's crazy. She's bossy. And you know what? She's honestly, frankly, she she's making the show. I think we need she's Chris, making the show. You we think we need Christine? We need Christine in the show, hundred percent. Do you think she ever? Because I was wondering this when I was trying to go over in my head about how she exploded on Chriselle and like kind of humiliated her at that pool party and whatever. And I was like. And, and then I told you it's kind of weird to me because it wasn't even about her. It was something about Mary and Mary didn't even care. So I was wondering, I was like, 
Is there any way she's like turning it on a little bit? Because like you said, maybe she does feel kind of like I'm supposed to be the like, not that it's scripted, but yeah. you know. I don't know. You know, it's a good, it's actually a good question. I don't know if she put us in, in, in herself, in a character. <laughs> I yeah. think she can be crazy like that at times. Um, but you know, that party, obviously, uh, maybe glass or two of champagne uh, contribute to the, to the right. outcome. But um, yeah, I mean, look, it wasn't, we, none of us saw it coming and I felt really bad for Quichelle. And, you know, yeah. Christine called me after wish we've, done filming she's like you think it was too much i'm like uh i'm like yeah you should you should call and apologize but then that was uh a little bit too late yeah and and match it went down after too yeah basically okay maya thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me everyone go follow maya at yeah it's like maya vander basically the maya vander the maya vander on instagram are you anywhere else that we should know of we're not on youtube we're not on tiktok I mean, I am not on TikTok. I would depend <laughs> if I should do it, but I don't what? know. What? Don't, don't do it. It's for little it's not kids. for over 30. It's, it's for not for kids. It's not my, my niece has TikTok. But That's it's how so I popular. feel. That's my personal opinion. But you know, it could be that I'm judging and other people are laughing all the way to the bank. So That's what I wonder. But you know, it's probably not me. So you can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> You can find her on LinkedIn or her own website, the Oppenheim Group. Um, You're amazing. I love you on the show. It was really, really nice meeting you. And thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, Amanda. Toda. Toda. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at but not fat subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes rate the podcast that you love so much on apple podcast and write a little review if you tell me you did i'll give you a big virtual hug and kiss and smoocheroo thank you guys so much for listening and i'll see you next tuesday